fans, we're here at Gillette Stadium. This is this is your place, so you really have the advantage when it comes to this interview, I think, right? Uh, yeah, I see you're leading off with a little Bon Jovi there. Yeah, <laughs> so, so, yeah. yeah, good intro. Yes. <laughs> um, I, by the way, I don't think you you guys went and saw Dana White in, in the UFC facility. I don't think in the 20 years I've been watching you, I have seen you smile that broadly. What was it about that? Was it the belt? <laughs> the belt was great. Yeah, the belt was great. Um, yeah, no, Dana was great. The hospitality there was uh, awesome just to see their whole training center and uh, talk to some of the fighters. Um, it was um, different than our trip to the uh, Olympic Village in Colorado Springs, but similar. There were some similarities. So um, the Olympics uh, house the athletes. Um, you know, the UFC isn't doing that yet, but, uh, but I think they will. Uh, but it, but it's interesting to see the setup and, and – um, they're very, very professional with, you know, the training, nutrition, fighting, you know, videos, coaching. Um, and there's a lot of former fighters around. They're very, you could feel it as a sort of motivating facility. Like you go in there, you, you want to get better. Uh, there's a lot of opportunity for you to get better. So it was interesting. Did you keep an eye on Dana so he wasn't trying to recruit you guys to, to go play for the Raiders? <laughs> yeah, Dana, Dana's great. He's a big supporter. I think he's... Uh, yeah, he's in our corner for sure. Um, well, Courtney's got a little anxiety, I think, seeing you in person this morning. No, it, this has been an ongoing <laughs> joke on this program, Bill, that I get nervous when you come on. And it's I say to them that the reason I get nervous is because I respect you so much. And that plays into it a little bit. Last time I spoke with you with Razor sitting next to me, things didn't go my way. I might have flubbed a question. And so, you know, I'm just set up for failure here. <laughs> Uh, all right. Sounds like a lot of inside jokes there, but um, I'm good. Yeah. Well, my question for you, because last week I was talking to Wiggy. Unfortunately, he's not here, but uh, about... That is heartbreaking. Where is Wiggy? <laughs> he's doing he a staycation. He, he took a day off on the day that we're coming down to interview you here. Uh, so we had some highlights of him all teed up. I thought that would be part of the show was to go through some of Wiggy's highlights. I thought he was going to give us a tour after. Um, but talking about joint practices, and we've seen especially this preseason where things have gotten snippy. There's been fights that have broken out all across the league. And I asked him, do you get more out of it? Is the risk worth the reward in your mind when it comes to joint practices and seeing these teams that you're going to then see during the regular season? Yeah, I, I think if you have a good relationship with the with the people you're working with, you, you get a lot out of them. I feel like we got a lot out of the Carolina week and the Vegas week. Um, it's great working with Josh. Um, they have a good team. They have a lot of really good players. Um, so that was that was good for us. Um, you know, that we performed better during the practices than we did during the game. Um, it was a different group of people, so for the most part. Uh, but uh, it was a good experience all the way around. We learned a lot, and um, you know, I think think we're better. We're definitely better um, from the experience we had, and saw some things that we need to work on um, that they gave us trouble with. We gave them trouble with some things. You know, it, was, it was a great opportunity for both teams. Coach, cut day tomorrow. Um, what does that change for the entire organization logistically? And I know it's never a nice day. Uh, I've been through those days. We're getting cut and sense of the minors are, are saying. Yeah, we, but, all, we all have. Yeah, we, and, and it, it's never fun. But being on the other side of it, the relief, there, there's a different kind of energy, different kind of excitement knowing that the regular season's coming down the pipe and the preseason's in the rearview mirror. Uh, do you expect to have that feeling here in the building 
tomorrow afternoon, Wednesday morning. And then what does that feel like? Like I said, logistically for the coaching staff or the trainers, can you give us some insight on that? Uh, well, it's, it's always a tough day to, when you have to release players, um, you're affecting not only the player, but his family and, and a lot of other lives. And, and especially players that come in and give you all they got, do everything they possibly do. And ultimately you have to tell them that they're, they're not going to be able to be on the team, but that's reality. When we all came into the national football league, we realized what the competition was going to be. And, and, um, and that's what it is. It's not like college. So um, I think for the most part, um, it's always been a very professional experience, part of the profession, um, not an enjoyable part, but part of it. And um, I think you'll see a lot of roster movement in the first two, three weeks of the season, like you always do. So what the roster is tomorrow, what it is the following Tuesday, is probably going to be different than what it is on October 1st, realistically, in every team. Uh, so... We'll just see how all that plays out. And, um, you know, there are some players on every team that are going to be factored in there that are injured that you have to count but then not count and that cause a lot of juggling. So um, we'll, we'll see over 1,000 transactions from Saturday to this to Tuesday. And then we'll probably see another, I don't know, I'm sure there'll be another 100 or so throughout the league, you know, two or three on each team, average roughly. Um, over the next few days as rosters continue to juggle. So I, I think this is really kind of a, a multi-day process. It's not anywhere near as final as what sometimes it's made out to be 4 o'clock on Tuesday. That's, that's certainly a big step, but there, there's a lot more to do. A lot more will happen. Um, how much, if any, has your approach changed when it comes to coaching a, a younger up-and-coming team as opposed to maybe some of the more veteran teams that you've had over the years? Uh, well, sometimes that, that varies by position, but I'd say in general there's just more, I think more things that you have to repeat, teach, go over. Guys maybe don't understand the first time or – Maybe the second time it's the same, but it's a little bit different, and you have to understand what the nuances are from situation to situation. So um, it's definitely a, a being more thorough, uh, making sure that you don't take anything for granted because some of these players just haven't experienced some of the situations that we'll be covering in the multiple in the multiplicity that they could occur in. So six seconds ago in the game, seven seconds ago in the game, eight seconds ago in the game, nine seconds ago in the game, 10 seconds ago. Those situations are, are really very different. You know, uh, say the ball's on the five, 10 yard line, something like that. They're, they're really different in terms of what you can do, how much time, how many plays you have, how many plays they have, whichever side of those plays you're on and so forth. That'll just be one small example. Bill, it feels like Max. Oh, we got to turn Curtis's mic on. Press that button, Curtis. On my mic. Where is the red button? There we go. We got you. Okay, here we go. Sorry, Bill. Uh, with Mac and his second season, it feels like the degree of difficulty has been risen, whether it's new coaches on offense, introducing a new scheme, offensive line, according to reports we saw Friday night in Vegas, hasn't been a strength thus far. How cognizant are you of his approach, his mental sort of ability and standpoint as he enters the season in sort of ensuring that he doesn't have a sophomore slump? Because the quarterback in this NFL is so important to the future and the success of the offense. Where is Mac now and how concerned are you that these struggles may impact his growth as he enters his second year? 
Yeah, Max had a great attitude every day. He comes in early. He's ready to work. Um, we go to work. At the end of the day, we talk about what happened, make corrections, make adjustments, come in and do it the next day. So he's one of our most consistent workers and, and uh, prepares very well. So I haven't seen any anything other than that. You're with them all all the time, and there there are there, oftentimes there are reports that he gets frustrated. I, do you see that? Well, I think that's you know all of us uh, you know have a similar feeling when things go well. You, there's a feeling of satisfaction when things don't go well. Then there's a feeling of all right, how do we how do we get this fixed? What do I need to do? What do we need to do? Uh, so we'll call it whatever you want. That's just part of the process. That that. It's daily, honestly. It's daily. You come off the field, there's always things that you need to uh, talk about or, or straighten out or fix, and there are things that you're going to feel good about. So just grind through it. It's training camp. It's, you know, we still have another week to go, to go in training camp, even though the rosters are being reduced. We're still in a, in a training camp mode until we kick into you know full Miami preparations next week. Um, but this is time for us to work, improve, and get better uh, individually, uh, in units, and, and as a full team. Matt Judon was on EEI last week and talked about last season and how he's trying to figure out how to stay performing at the top level for an entire season and how he's been talking to guys a little bit older than him to ask, you know, the tips and tricks on how to adjust for this season to make sure that he finishes the season as strong as he starts. Have you seen any adjustments out of him coming into this season and maybe how he prepares to make sure that he has that longevity for the season? Well, I think that that's what training camp is for, really, is to build the foundation, build the base for uh, every player and coach. You can say the same thing for coaches. Um, you know, to sustain the, the high-level performance that we need in the National Football League. It's a long, hard, challenging season, and you build that base and in your routine and your consistency in training camp. So that's what we're all working on. I don't think it's anything unique to any player um, or any coach. Uh, we all have to find our own right rhythm, time management, uh, routine, and, and then when it gets things thrown off a little bit with the schedule, whether it's a Thursday night game, Monday night game, away game, whatever it happens to be, then you modify your schedule uh, for that particular week and then try to get back on it the best you can. But I, I think the routine is good for all of us. Um, we're most productive that way. Um, but there are times when you have, to, you have to modify it a little bit. But well, we're all working on that. Speaking of routine and schedule, are you here every day at this time? Or is this early for you or late for you? Yeah, no, we, well, the team, we had started by 8, so, you know, we need some time before that as coaches to prepare and then, you know, take care of some other things that are going on. So it's football season. We don't really worry about when we get here. We just get here when we get here, and and that's pretty early. It's hard to beat some of these coaches, and though we got some early birds. Oh, really? Sure so do. you're not? I thought I thought you were always the first guy here. No, I wish. Uh, <laughs> guys, sleep here. Yeah. Greg has a clause in his contract, Bill, where he's allowed to show up late whenever he wants. He shows up some days at like six forty. It's only one day a week. I'm allowed to come in, Bill. We make exceptions for exceptional people. Is that not how we do things? <laughs> I'm mean, this building. You had, yeah. I mean, you had a you had a guy here who missed a few OTAs every once in a while. I mean, you know, I mean, you, you okay. may OTAs a volunteer. Okay, <laughs> CBA, it's bargained. Bill, how much flexibility do you leave at the start of training camp for the last week of training camp? Depending, knowing that something's going to struggle through camp, do you have? 
room in your schedule this week, or is it basically set at the start of training camp to keep the routine? This is what we're going to work on each week. This is what we want to get better on. Or, like I said, is there three or four days in here where you're going to look at what happened in Las Vegas, what happened in the previous preseason games, what happened in the in the practices where you say, all right, we need to work, we need to spend a little bit more time on these things and take away from other things? Yeah, absolutely. We when you I think when you look at your training camp schedule, you start off with a you know a fairly consistent installation for you know a while, call it you know ten days, two weeks, somewhere in that neighborhood. But you you have to leave room to modify things. Things will come up. You're going to move faster in some areas than you think, and in some areas you're going to have to go back and repeat and go back over. Um, and you don't always know what those are. So uh, at this time of year, there are things that we have purposely not dealt with, um, knowing that we would deal with them now um, for various reasons. And then there are other things that we are going to have to go back and spend a little more time on that um, we're not where we want to be in those areas. And, and we'll dedicate some time to that. So it's it really, it's very much of an ongoing conversation. So you get to week two in training camp and you say, all right, well, here's what we need to do. Let's push this back or let's move this ahead. And then you get to week three and you're like, all right, well, we're, you know, we caught up in this area now. What, what else is going on? So it's, you know, and then you feel like this is what we need to do to prepare for the opening game. And you do the best you can to cover all those bases. You're going to come up short in some areas that you're just going to have to say, well, we're not exactly where we want to be here, but you've prioritized other areas. And so that's those are the decisions you make. But absolutely, that's a big part of what we do as coaching staff is figure out what we need to work on, how much time we need to do it, um, what what we need to do. Um, to make things better, whether that's change something we're doing, um, do it more, maybe get rid of it and do something else. We talked last week with you a little bit about the play calling. You happy with the way that went Friday night? Yeah, play calling hasn't been a problem. I mean, again, there's no game planning. We're you know running the plays that we've been running all the training camp. And, and um, so we just... It's not... It's the preseason game planning for season games is just two different worlds. It's not, it's really not, not comparable. I know Ty Montgomery flew back with you guys uh, from Vegas. Is there any update on him? Um, you know, we haven't practiced since we've been back here. So we'll see how things go today, see what he's able to do. But I think he's, you know, he's doing all right. Okay. Uh, you said, you know, getting ready for the Dolphins here, game planning for that, unlike the preseason. Uh, they've made a couple big additions. Tyreek Hill, probably the biggest. What does he do for Tua in that passing game with the Dolphins? Uh, well, you know, it brings a lot of speed to the field, obviously, and can um, sure would be a, a complimentary piece uh, with Waddle. Um, you know, two guys I'm sure they want to try to get the ball to, and two very explosive players, um, whether they work them together or work them separately, and I'm sure they'll be a big part of the game plan along with, uh, you know, the, the balance that, um, that I would expect them to have in the running game. It's a team with a good foundation in the running game based on what they did in San Francisco. Uh, I think we'll, you know, we'll see some element of that. So, um, again, there's a lot of unknowns here on opening day. You know, nobody's showing their hand in preseason, so we'll have to try to figure that out. But um, when you combine Hill with Waddle, so you have two pretty explosive players on the field there. I know you're on to Miami, and for you it's this week only, but have you given any thought to how long you want to do this? Yeah, I'm just worried about Miami. <laughs> 
<laughs> must come in. I mean, you must think about it. I mean, we all think about it. I've been doing. I'm I've thinking been, about Miami. I'm that's sorry. it. Just thinking just, about Miami. Just Miami. Well, our team in Miami. But what about when you like when I wake up, my joints hurt and stuff like that. I mean, do you, do you have to do you deal with any of that or you're feel I mean, good? You feel good? Yeah, I feel good. Another five years, another. another. <laughs> Thinking about Miami. <laughs> See? Well, well, how about I, this? Razor, I thought you said in person we were gonna we were gonna be able to get more out of him. No, I didn't. No, I definitely Uh-oh. didn't say more out of him. <laughs> okay. we were gonna... Look, I don't have any answers, so you know, there's nothing I can say. Yeah. What? I don't what? Have what? Any, like one year plan, five year plan, ten year plan. I, you know. I don't know. Do you enjoy it as much, just as yeah, you know, I do. Yeah, uh, well, I, I enjoy all aspects of the year, whether it's the team building, game planning, game day practice, off season studies, and trying to improve. Um, each each part of it's challenging. Free agency, um, it's all interesting. It's all challenging. I have a lot of great people to work with. Um, you know, great support from ownership, our personnel staff, coaching staff, work hard, training staff, and. Um, you know, Johan, Moses, and people that train our players, you know, we're, our guys are in good shape. They're ready to play. So uh, I have a lot of confidence in everybody we're working with. What drives you, given where you are, what you've accomplished, when you get up today, what is the sort of motivating factor entering? Is this 22nd season with the Patriots? 23. 23. Yeah. What, what, what is the, if you could single it down to one thing, what is the motivating factor for why you continue to do this? Yeah, just the competition in the NFL. It doesn't. Again, it doesn't really matter what your position is. If you're in the NFL, you're you're competing at a high level. Whether you're a head coach, a coordinator, a player, a position coach, a starter, a, you know, a rotational player, whatever it is, it's it's a high level of competition. And um, to be successful, you've got to go out there and, and perform at a high level. You've got to train at a high level. You've got to prepare at a high level, and you've got to perform at a high level. So it's it's very challenging. I can only do what I can do. Everybody else can only do what they can do. Um, but it takes everybody pulling together to, to be successful. So, you know, you want to do your part and help the team and not let anybody down by, by not doing your job. Are you able to, if you look at preseason, are you able to give this team a grade? No, preseason is preseason. Preseason is, is about developing your team for the season and evaluating players. So if you look at the play time in our games and, and any other games, I mean, I don't know. I don't think... Las Vegas played 30 players. I don't think Carolina played. Uh, must have been 30 players that didn't play in their game. It's that's not really what preseason's about. Preseason's about evaluating the players that you do play, and taking the practice time and and joint practices or whatever time you have to prepare your team for the regular season. And where everybody is on that, we'll see after you know five six weeks of the regular season. That's that's what we'll know. I mean, um, I don't think this. You know, preseason games are a real big indicator of what the team is or isn't one way or the other. And uh, that's not about us. It's about the NFL. But you get a great t- chance to evaluate players, and I think that'll be the focus this week of the thousand or so transactions that take place across the league. Is there a way you can improve your team? Uh, somebody want to improve their team by from one of your players um, and, and, and how it all fits together. You can't have depth everywhere, so you have to choose what positions you want to have depth at on the roster, what positions you want to have depth on in the practice squad, assuming you can get all the players that you want, which you usually can't, so that causes some other adjustments. But that's that's kind of what this week is about, S- setting your roster, figuring out how you want to try to play the season, and then there'll be a lot of adjustments along the way, but you have to start somewhere. Well, we're going to let you get to work. 
Thanks for doing this. Thanks for having us. Here. Good, yeah. Thanks for coming down. And thanks should for we, making this a home game for me. Should, Appreciate should, it. Should Good we to come, see everybody. Should we come by the office after? Want to get lunch? I mean, is there is there breakfast served in the office? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Start the start the day right. What Absolutely. do you what do you an oatmeal guy or uh, no. avocado toast or like what? Um, we have a, a chef uh, there that um, you know fixes the meals for everybody. So. Yeah, keep it moving. Yeah. <laughs> a lot, there's a lot of good selections. Um, but I want to try to start the day right, and, and uh, you know, it's important for, for all of us to to do that, you know, to be healthy, to, to have good you know, nutrition, rest, and and um, get off to a good start every day with good positive energy and, and good preparation for the day. So, Starch me up, maybe. A little bacon, a little sausage. Yeah, okay, whatever you want. I'm sure we got it. All right, <laughs> all right Bill Belichick, thank you very much. All right. We appreciate it. All right. We will be right back from Gillette Stadium.